Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Mile High Real Estate uh, Podcast. And, and what I really want you to, or Spotlight Podcast, what I really want to uh, emphasize here in this episode is my mistake because I had Georgia on the podcast last week. I took her time uh, to be, and she did just a phenomenal job, and we got done, <laughs> and there was no audio. So I could send that out in the podcast and you could see our lips move. I could try to pretend <laughs> what she said, uh, but she was gracious enough uh, for to come back on this podcast because uh, she has some amazing things to say uh, and let us do this re-recording. So uh, I know everybody here that, that is part of this understands you know technical difficulties, uh, but I just wanted to acknowledge, Georgia, that I am just so thankful that you were willing uh, to come back and that we could do this again. So I, I appreciate you. And so, yes, uh, so so Georgia is is one of my favorites that uh, that we've done because uh, we had a great conversation. We just couldn't give it to you uh, uh, in a rural area. Um, she is uh, in Teller County, I guess, which is north of Colorado Springs. Uh, and she's in a, in a smaller community, more rural community, uh, than the city. Now she's close enough to the city to do business, you know, in Colorado Springs and throughout the state if, if needed. Uh, but there's just some things that are special about uh, what happens up in in rural because it's, it really are. They're, they're different uh, types of clients. They're different types of uh, people. You know, some people like myself want to be around people all the time. Uh, and that doesn't happen. I, I, I grew up on a, uh, uh, I guess I grew up here in Colorado, but my uh, grandfather owned a farm in uh, in uh, Lamore, California, so next to Hamford and Fresno area, that area, and so I got to milk cows and drive back and forth on tractors and pull corn and do all the things and uh, play around with cows during the night and you know th just the stuff that you do uh, you know in those areas and uh, it, there's some good people and if you are ready to move from you know, wherever you're watching this in the United States or you're or you're just looking for that small community type, uh, you know, area, uh, you know, Georgia is your I don't want to say gal, but Georgia is your realtor uh, that will that can make it happen. So, Georgia, thank you for being on again. I appreciate sure. you. Uh, I'm going to ask you to go through, you know, just introducing yourself, maybe a little bit about where you're from and how you end up in this industry. Uh, first, before you do that, Lowe, tell everybody how to get a hold of you. Uh, and then we'll move into your story. Oh, yeah. Um, you can get a hold of me at georgiacurie at gmail.com or georgiasellscolorado.com or my phone number is 719-660-5575. Well, I've been in real estate since the late 70s. So long How do you do that when you're only 29 years old? I don't understand how you, <laughs> you duplicate those years. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I started in 79, like in a market kind of like we're in right now, really tough. And then um, I did take like 12 years off to raise my kids until they were school age and I could go back to work again. And um, I specialize in residential, vacant land, ranches, um, vacation rentals, that kind of thing. And um, I'm one of the top agents in my company, HomeSmart, and I just really love helping people. Oh, cool. Well, so so um, 1979, you know, and you, mm -hmm. you kind of compared it to a market now. What are some of the similarities, 
you know, obviously houses were a lot cheaper in 1979, but the similarities because people weren't making as much money either, you know, and yeah. I, you know, so what are kind of some of those similarities in the market that we have now and why were you able to be successful, uh, you know, throughout these years? Uh, it was really tough because I was brand new at it. And the only thing that was really selling was VA assumable loans back then. Um, the rates were high and money was tight. And it kind of feels like now again, I mean, the recession, at least I got, you know, um, bank owned properties that, you know, people that flip houses bought and people buying their first home bought. But this this market's kind of a new issue that I've been through since my career. But it does remind me of the toughness of the of the late 70s, early 80s, as far as um, the difficulty with loans. Gotcha. Just just. Is it more that fear from community, you know, from people who are buying that they may not be able to afford it? What are some of the reasons? I think so. Yeah, that 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 kind of makes those markets a little bit, um, a little bit tough. Um, um, yeah. You know, when we were thinking about, you know, buyers now and and you know, interest rates. You know, what maybe you could tell? Do you, do you remember what interest rates were in 1979? Um, yeah, they were around eight. Eight okay. and a half, and then they went up to, they went up to eleven and a half, twelve percent um, in the early eighties. So they started out in the eights, and then they ended up around twelve in my area. Gotcha. In Ohio, I'm from Ohio. Okay, from Ohio, and and kind of there, and so I, I think you know the the mid. I was just looking up in nineteen. It says in nineteen seventy one they were at seven percent. Uh, it said they went to nine point nine in seventy four. Uh, and then the mid high to eight range, um, and then up to 11.2 in 1979. So, you know, people are saying, well, you know, I want those 3% rates and they, you know, I don't remember <laughs> in my lifetime, you know, other than the last four years when everything was on clearance, where the rates were there and yet people still bought houses, right? I'm assuming yeah. you still have business. People still sold houses. Uh, people mm. still moved on to ranches. Uh, and, and, and life went on. And so one of the things that's really cool is I, I know you're in a, you're an exceptional agent that does well, like you said, with your company, you're one of the top producers. Um, what, what are some of the things that you do that you think makes you an exceptional, amazing, wonderful agent? <laughs> well, it must be follow through because so many people compliment me that I'm easy to get a hold of and oh yeah, you respond right away. So I think that might be an issue with my profession because so many people I work with, that's one thing they point out about me to me. And then I try to stay in touch with as many as I can after closing um, by Facebook, Instagram, those kind of things. And I I think that really whoops i think that really helps too is to stay in touch and follow through and just don't leave a stone unturned when you're trying to get a deal to work even if it's small yeah you know one of the things that you and i love what you say because you know the 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 yeah i guess they say the devil's in the details but the uh the relationships in the follow-up and, and it truly is you know and we live in these society now where people are expecting everything instantly you know, and, and sometimes it's hard to, like, you know, I, I see agents where, uh, you know, somebody will have a question. Well, it's going to take a minute to get that answer. But somebody wants that answer right away. You know, like on my side on the on the interest, what's the interest rate today? 
you know, well, I it could it could fluctuate into three different rates over the day or the next day, or you know, what's the interest rate going to be tomorrow? Well, I I can't tell you until tomorrow until they come out, you know. But they <laughs> want that instant, you know, uh, you know, I need this, you know, I need this from you right now, or you know, you know, they're you're asking me the questions uh, that I don't really have an answer for, but I I still like you try to follow up and be able to say, I don't have an answer right now. You know, uh, you know, I had an agent today just asked me, what's the best rate I can get on on uh, homeowners insurance? Well, I, I don't sell insurance. <laughs> I can sure look around, but I don't know what, you know, for the house that you're I can tell you a square footage, but that's one of those things that I can't give you, you know, in a couple seconds. You know, right. and so I love the fact that you're doing that, that you're, uh, you know, you're working now, you know, last time I think I asked you about a superpower, like if you could have a superpower um, in this industry, what would it be? And then what is your, uh, you know, what superpower do you think you have? Would you think that superpower is follow up or would you think you have a different one? Um, I think my superpower is people trust me. You know, I'm very honest. And I think trust is a big thing with this business because uh, it's one of the biggest things people do in their lifetime. So it's very mm -hmm. important to have an agent that you can trust and rely on. I would assume it's part of your community too. Your community knows you because you've been around for a little bit and mm -hmm. they are they kind of give you that trust. Because tr One of the things I hate is when somebody calls me and says, trust me. I don't know you. I've never talked to you in my life before. Why would I just trust you? When you have to ask somebody to trust you, then I think Watch that out. is that that's a sign right away, right? So building that yeah, credibility. When you start, yeah. You talk about that yes. a little bit. How do you think you've gained trust with people, you know, as your superpower? Is it just relationships? What do you think? Oh. Um, I think a big part of it is uh follow through and then when they see how hard I work for them and and what I do then I think they start trusting me and building a relationship and there's always you can almost always find a common ground with anybody that you meet there's usually something if you dig enough and I'm good at that that you can connect on and then you make people really comfortable because you have like tough stories to share, happy stories or where you're from or whatever. It, it just seems like if you, it, it's a talent to kind of figure out where you can connect on and talk comfortably about. Oh, that's cool. So, so how do you do like, and I know this happens all the time that, you know, somebody comes to say, George, I want you to help me find a house. These are the five things that I really love in this, you know, that I want about a house. And so you go out and you find those five things and they go to the house and they hate it. Or they go to the house and they start talking about all the other things. They light up when they see a granite countertop or, you know, light switches that are different than others. And you kind of start finding out that what they said they wanted is really different than what they really wanted. How often does that happen to you? And what do you kind of do about that when you, you know, I assume that's a superpower too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I take note of that. And then I usually broaden my search and talk to him a little bit more about it. But that usually gets me to get back online and broaden my search perimeters on um, PPARRE Colorado. Gotcha. Does that happen a lot in the rural areas where people don't know exactly or they already know exactly yeah. what they want? Okay. <laughs> no. No, not usually that they start out with this big list. And then as we look, they 
cut their list down because they see it's pretty impossible to get waterfront and Pikes Peak view and, you know, all those things that I, I, it's an education taking people around. It's, it's definitely an education. Gotcha. And then you also have to deal with like septic tanks and wells and that kind of stuff, you know, in, in your areas too, right? So yeah. it's not just, Hey, you know, I, I don't know if anybody, I, I guess it's possible. I want to have this size well. And I want to have this septic tank. And I don't know if they if they know that at the beginning, but I, I assume it's part of the education that you have to give and know your stuff, right? Is that part of what, you know, knowing the area really well helps you out with? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because after you work up here for a while, you kind of get to a grasp on where the good wells are and where ones are tough and um Plus, I, I have a good working relationship with some great septic and um, well people. And so that's a big part of the transaction, too, is having someone that's an expert in their field inspect the well and septic. Gotcha. So somebody's coming out of town, and I know this happens. I don't know how often it happens. And they decide, hey, they're rather at their retirement age or they decided they don't like city life. They don't want to work. Uh, and they decide, hey, I want to come live out in a rural area in Colorado, uh, and they call you, what are some of the things that you have to let them know about uh, that they may or may not know because they're city folk that has no clue what it's like to live in a rural area? Yeah, I guess um, what I would discuss with them would be like the, the distance to amenities because some mm -hmm. people, once they get up here and they start looking and I take them out to floor since say, for example, then they decide it's too far from amenities or if they're elder, they don't want to be too far from hospitals, things like that. So you kind of feel them out about, uh, about that kind of lifestyle and what they expect. Okay. That makes so much sense. And, and I know, you know, that. I'm just bringing that out. Cause I know, you know, uh, you know, how much that is a big deal. Um, you know, being able to get to a store pretty quickly and, you know, maybe changing the way that you buy groceries and the way that you buy stuff because you buy more, you know, come down into town and go to Costco or Sam's Club, I, you know, I don't know, or the, right. whatever the local place is. And then the immediate stuff might even be 20, 30 minutes away. Um, you know, so so I get that. Uh, what do you think has, has changed in your community over the last, you know, 15, 20 years uh, up there as, as you're thinking about, uh, you know, the people who have bought new, what, what has kind of changed, not only just in the community, but as far as buyers and the neighbors that you would have, uh, has, has that changed a little bit or is it pretty much? No, it's, it's, it's grown <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's grown like crazy. Um, and I know in the subdivision I'm in, almost all the vacant lots are bought up now okay. um, and built built on. And of course our prices have more than doubled since like 2016. So, um, a lot has changed the traffic. I swear is quadrupled. And what, what, what's, what's, what's traffic in a, in a rural area? Like, you know, you go through town and it takes you an extra 10 minutes, 20 minutes to get through town or what, what's, that's like, yeah. <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> <laughs> I would say about 10 minutes, but it feels like a lot up here. Cause for years we, we're very rural with only, you know, heavy traffic during camping or skiing because they use this route a lot. But, um, yeah, the traffic is, it's changed tremendously. Okay. All right. So, so what, what, what could a buyer expect from Georgia? So I, I brand new, I'm coming, I think I want to live in the area up there. 
the locals tell me I got to go see Georgia because she's the best real estate agent in town. Uh, what what can they expect from you when, when they come do that? Um, just that that I'll work very hard for them and and try to make their dreams come true, and that um, I have good follow through, which is like I mentioned before, it's so important, and I think a lot of agents miss that mark because I get a ton of com uh, compliments or complaints about others that way. So um, anyway, yeah, I just try to find out, you know what they expect, what they want to be close to. If their kids are in sports, we don't want to get them too far out where they're on the road all the time. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of pieces of the puzzle that you got to put together. Gotcha. Okay. So you've been doing this, like you said, since 1979 and you stuck with it and you're still here and you're still doing a phenomenal job. Uh, why? What do you love about it? What, what makes you take in the morning when you get up and say, I love being a, cause you have to love it. Cause nobody does it as long as you've been doing it and not. Love it. So, um, I like making the deal. I used to sell okay. horses too, um, train and sell horses. And I just love the deal. I just love putting together the people with the right fit with the house they love that when I see them years later, they tell me how much they love it or they invite me over to see what they've improvements they've done. I love that part of it. And I just, um, I love the win. <laughs> I'm competitive. It. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> so you're like, so I, I think of you kind of like as a, a, like a puzzle master or somebody who loves to take all the pieces and make it work. And then whoever you get to work with, comes up winning on top. They come out on top. And yeah. that, that is, that's a unique thing that I don't think all, all real estate agents do for people um, is be able to put that together. So I, I thoroughly enjoy uh, the fact that you are able to do that. Um, now, are, are you specifically up in those areas or do you ever come down to, you know, some of the Colorado Springs areas or anything like that? Are you okay? So, yeah, I do. Right. I just looked at a house yesterday, East of Powers in the Springs to list. So, yeah, I do do stuff down there. I do most of my work up here. But, you know, I enjoy going down there, too, because it mixes it up a little bit. And um, and I, I like the variety. So, yeah. What would you tell somebody who is thinking about, you know, I, I want to buy, but I want to wait for the interest rates to go down? And so I'm going to wait till they go back down to three or four or whatever. How do you help somebody through that process right now? Well, um, I work for a couple builders and um, I, I explained to them about the three, one buy down and okay. um, buying down and that if you find the house you love, if we go back to three or four prices, we'll just jack right up again they're starting to go down inventory is decent um and it's a good time to just to make an offer because if somebody really wants to move they'll probably come down in this market um but yeah i just think that three one program is great and it, then you can you know refinance because things usually always shift around within three to five years pretty good mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard several times people say that you you marry the house, but um, date the rate, you know, and date you know <laughs> date the mortgage, and so because the house like is what that. you really want. Yeah, the house is what you really want. You know, this is and yeah. finding a way to get it, and 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 if it, if the interest rates were to go up back to that eleven, it was whatever. Then um, 
then you then you might have purchased yourself or or you waited yourself out of the possibility of buying it. Um, now, so yeah. if you have the ability right now, uh, like you said, you know, in a few years it's going to go. Now I, I don't know if it'll go back down to those twos and threes. That that was I a fire sell. Um, but you know, we're kind of normalized right now. You know, but it's but the housing prices are a lot higher than they've been ever. So I, I get it if it if it if it's hard to do. But at the same time, you think of renting. You know, how much are you spending on rent, and and you're giving your landlord all of that 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 um, you know money that could be going through something that you own um for sure yeah so you said you said that inventory is decent so that means you know in a rural area that's up there or you know wherever they're they're at are there you know are they able to get some land that would would accommodate them to be able to do some of the fun stuff you know i'm not talking like montana you know give me five million acres you know <laughs> whatever it is though <laughs> but something that gives them enough to kind of feel like they're not you know in the city yeah Oh yeah, there's there's properties like that um, for sale right now. They're they're still quite high as far as prices go, but there are you know acreage properties out there available with really nice homes, and yep. um, I, I'm seeing a little bit more and more like prices dropping considerably. Okay, what what is the weather like compared to a Colorado Springs or a Denver? Is it much different up in the a little bit? up in the hill yeah. a little bit further than it is, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say down lower because we're at a mile high, but at the same time, <laughs> compared to the rest of the country, what, what is it like up there? Because I, I know there are people that are probably watch this that are been thinking about moving into rural. Um, and I think you have such a beautiful area up there that uh, just kind of gives we, us. We do. And we're like 10 degrees, like whatever you see the springs is, you can almost bet that we're going to be 10 degrees cooler so in the okay. summer that's wonderful in the winter not so much but in the summer when you see they're 80 we're 70 so it, it's yeah. almost rule of thumb 10 degrees and okay. of course we get a little bit more snow um but the views to me are worth it oh yeah i can imagine so so the you, you Pikes Peak has got to be one of the views that everybody gets to see, which is just phenomenal, especially when it's yeah. snow capped. Uh, yeah. What are what are some of the, are they getting to see wildlife? Are they getting to see, you know, what are some of the things that you can walk out on your porch and just enjoy? Oh, deer always. I mean, deer are like birds up here. <laughs> <laughs> you see deer all the time. And and eagles, because I live by a lake. And so eagles, um, elk all the time this time of year. You know, we just heard them bugling a few days ago. But the wildlife, you know, there's bears. Once in a while, there's a mountain lion. Not that often, but um, you, you do see all kinds of wildlife. It's It's great. Oh, that is so amazing. So, so amazing. Well, Georgia, we're kind of coming down to, to that time, and I appreciate you being on. Uh, could you Thank tell you, us Brian. one more time how people can get a hold of you? Because I, if you're in Colorado Springs or trying to get something in Colorado Springs, or especially uh, up a, a little bit uh, further up the hill, uh, I want you to call Georgia. Please call Georgia because she's going to make sure that Thanks, you get Brian. What so what is, yeah, how, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, Georgia sells Colorado.com or just Georgia Curie, C U R I E, at gmail.com or 719 660 5575. Oh, perfect, perfect. Now, do you have any final thoughts that you would love to make sure that you uh, let everybody know as, as they watch this podcast? 
Um, <laughs> give me a call. There <laughs> okay, we go. I love it. I love it. And so, you know, for me, as, as I think about it, and I try to say this at every single one of our podcasts, is that uh, you can do this. So if you're a first-time home buyer or you haven't bought a home or you're a first-time who wants to go into the rural areas, uh, you can do this. I'm not saying it's not something for you to do or something you want to do. You absolutely 100% can do it. You deserve this. You know, whether it's you, you're moving because you've lived somewhere else and you want to you want to kind of experience this or that, you know, you, you know, that this is like our first time. And so you deserve this. You deserve what America has to offer you. You uh, deserve the beautiful landscapes. You know, those things are part of uh, what is available and you should have it. And the last thing is let us help you. You know, here's what I can say. If I were to go move up to the area where George is at, I don't have a clue. And I would need to call somebody to walk me through all of those things that I'm not going to read it on Google. I'm not going to see it on a YouTube video. Uh, I'm going to see it from actually talking to somebody. And I have a feeling she's probably going to talk take me around to some of the neighbors that are going to ask me some other questions as well. So you de you deserve it. You can do this and let us help you. Uh, thank you for being a part of another Real Mile High Real Estate Spotlight podcast. Again, Georgia, thank you for being on. This is uh, Brian Arnold. And if you are listening to this part, you've just watched one of our episodes of the Mile High Real Estate Spotlight uh, where we've just talked to one of the best of the best. And I want to thank whichever guest that was here. Uh, they are phenomenal. They are amazing. They are the top of the top, the best of the best that are in our industry that are here with us today. And so I encourage you to please, please call them, pick their brains. They work for you. They enjoy working for you. They are incredibly good at it. And so I want to make sure that uh, you give them a call. So whatever, whoever you listen to, whichever one you saw that you were there, please do that. Uh, the other thing is uh, everyone deserves a home. Everyone deserves a home. Uh, I, I say that at the end of my show, you deserve it. Uh, let us help you do it. Uh, my goal is to make sure that we see homeownership. It just sickens me. Uh, to see apartment complexes continue to go up because I know those are people uh, who haven't been able to make the call or figure out a plan. So let us help put that plan together for you. I have some websites that allow you to do that, but and I'll put those in the bottom, but please do. Uh, I am a lender. I do work in the lending space. Uh, if you do not already have somebody who's pre-qualified you, I would love uh, to be able to have that opportunity to earn your business and qualify you. Uh, my number is 720-682-2223. That's 720-682-2223. Give me a call anytime and I would love to be able to help you with that. Uh, we also do living trust. And so when we think about an estate that, to try to avoid probate and make sure that doesn't happen. So whether it's you, if you own a home and you're, you should have a living trust. And I will say that everyone, not that deserves it, everyone needs a living trust if they own a home. Uh, and then finally, just wanted to thank you uh, for watching these episodes. And so uh, please tune in to more. Uh, would love for you to, to see and be able to shop around. So thank you for doing that. Again, I want to make sure that you know that you can do this. You deserve this. And let us help you make it happen. You guys have an awesome, wonderful, awestruck, incredible day today.